Oh, that's embarrassing. This podcast contains vulgar language and sensitive subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Healthcare Villains, everybody. Hello, everyone. It's nice to see you again. See you? Sure. Here. Nice to see you. It's nice to see you, friend. I mean, you've been gone. I've been gone. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen each other for almost a week. Yeah. 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 I texted you yesterday. It's like, I really miss you, friend. Huh. I didn't even, like, so I know you texted me that yesterday. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then I, I didn't guess I haven't seen you in a minute. Mm-hmm. You brought me donuts on Friday. I did. Yeah. And I guess that has been almost a week. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I got, I was sick. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. you were. Always sick. Yeah. Those kids. Those, yeah. I'm pretty sure I got it for my kids. Um, but. It always comes from kids. I know. But for this week's episode, we wanted to talk about train wrecks. Train wrecks, train wreck. Yeah. Coworkers? Coworkers. Patients? P- patients. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to, you know, point that out or anything. I, but. I realized after explaining to everybody my weekend at work mm. that I am a fucking train wreck. Maybe like, you're more like a shit magnet. You know, I am a shit magnet. You blame that on the other nurse. Oh, hey, by the way, everybody, uh, I'm Junger Doc. And Poison Ivy. <laughs> and together we're healthcare villains. Yeah. We always forget to introduce ourselves. We really do. At yeah, this so point, you guys should know us. <laughs> what if they're new listeners? Well, welcome. And I'm Poison Ivy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Again, squared now. Okay. Yeah, uh, anyway, can anyway. we edit that? I don't know. You do all the editing. I, I could. Okay. Sounds now. Okay. Fuck it. So, no, anyway. we're not doing it. Okay. No. Speaking of train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> um, ouch. That was a little, that was, can you take that knife out? Um, I'm sorry, but wasn't it like, what, five episodes back Whoa. where you forgot to put the okay. SIM card in? Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, the SIM card was in. It just happened to be full. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> but you completely an- different. But you had another SIM card in your bag, and you did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I did. I forgot about that one. So, And then didn't I forget the whole bag the next day <laughs> you or did. something? You did yeah. forget the whole so, bag. So, um, hey, I have my train wreck moments. I'm not going to say I don't. That's true. But Maybe it's like blonde moments. May- well, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I know. A little close to home. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. What's the difference between a like a, a shipwreck or a train wreck in a ship magnet you know i i don't no no there's there's a difference okay in a train wreck you're driving the train <laughs> you, you kind of make the decisions on where the train goes and you just get fucked anyway uh-huh on a ship magnet you don't make those decisions it just Gravi- comes to you gravitates okay. to you so you just have really shitty luck you are in the vortex and the shit of that vortex just sticks to your face. <laughs> Straight up, paint brushed, right on the face. Yeah. Maybe teabagged, whatever. Gross. It's so maybe, I don't know, I'll tell my story. Okay. And then everybody can decide for themselves, am I a train wreck where it's my <laughs> fault? I landed myself in this destination of destitute. Uh, or, or Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Or I'm a shit magnet. Okay, we'll tell okay. your story and let's... let's Let's let the listeners decide. All right. So this weekend I was working, and for you guys who don't know, I work on a med surge floor. And so I woke up, and I was feeling sick. And I looked to see, and we're short-staffed. So I'm like, of course. I'm not calling in. I will be fine. So I go to work, wear a mask. I get a shit assignment. And this typically happens. Like, you usually get rougher patients. 
I don't know who the fuck I pissed off, but most of my patients aren't too bad. One of them, though, was pretty sick. Like, this person came up from the ICU, and I think they just, like, were like, here's the bare minimum parameters for them to be a med surge patient <laughs> because we are short-staffed in the ICU, so we're going to kick them upstairs. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, ICU, watch out for that one-to-one ratio. Watch oh, out now. Yeah, if they have more than two, they lose their goddamn mind. Lose their goddamn mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it makes sense, though, because this guy, oh, my gosh, he had a lot going on. And so me and my aide, mind you, I have five patients. He's on, one of them. On med surge. Yeah, I have five. Not acceptable. Yeah. And so, well, that's the new safe ratio, they say. After COVID and everybody gets burned out, they're like, we'll give you more patients. That makes so much sense. So much sense. And they're brilliant. Geniuses. Geniuses. If even, I might say. Yeah. So anyway... <sighs> I know. So okay, keep going. So this patient is pretty sick. And so what he's got going on, he had pretty extensive surgery, emergency surgery. So basically he has got drains everywhere. He's got central lines. He's got incisions. Incisions. He's got a lot. And he's not really with it. He's pretty sick. He's a sick guy. And so is he older also? He's a little bit older. Yeah. So he requires a lot of care. On a med surge floor, if I'm in a room longer than 15 minutes, I'm fucked. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be in mm-hmm. rooms that long because I have so many patients. And so it was getting really stressful, and I'm not feeling well. And they're adjusting my meds, too. <laughs> so I'm a, little, <laughs> I'm a little off my game. And so... <laughs> so uh, Shouldn't you be more on the game? Listen, we're dialing up the antidepressants, and they haven't <laughs> taken effect yet. And so, like... <laughs> so anyway... So I'm, like, not on my A game, and then they send me an IV therapy. You're also sick. Yeah, I'm Give also sick. Give yourself a break. You're also sick anyway. Yeah, I have a, a patient that grind this uh, – another patient that's just one of those people that just grind on my fucking nerves. Ooh, yeah, I know yeah. those guys. Yeah. So there's that. And then they send me an IV therapy. So IV therapy is outpatients that would come in, and they have to get infusions, like, every day. In a sense, it's a week in the ER supposed to do it. But I guess they were just too fucking busy, so – it was because I'm not doing anything. They send them to me. And the setup they have, it's like this weird bulb thing with mm-hmm. tubing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know how the fuck to work this. And I don't have the brain capacity to figure it out. So I call the house supervisor. And I'm like, because we don't have charge nurses. It's a small hospital. And I'm like, I I, I your eye starts twitching i'm like i'm shorting out i'm like i have call lights going off i have people screaming for pain meds i have the sick guy and like this IV therapy and like i just can't and IV therapy i'm sorry it's if you're if it's outpatient IV therapy it's not urgent mm-hmm. they can fucking wait yeah. i know that they'll get pissed but they can fucking wait so and then and i'm like and it's just too much and i just can't do it so like so the house supervisor comes up and has somebody else do the IV therapy and she comes to help me with my really sick patient this lady this house supervisor is awesome but she's also a shit magnet Mm -hmm. every time i work with her um, we don't know which one it is who's the shit (laughs) magnet but every time we work together shit goes down case in point um when i first started there like she was the house supervisor and my patient died right at shift change like that's the kind of uh ship magnet tree magnet tree sure the vortex that we live in. Mm-hmm. So every time mm-hmm. I see her, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm I'm actually I want to call you because I need the help, but don't you don't come. You take <laughs> over for someone else and let them come. No, but I love working with her. She's awesome. That's good. Yeah, she's a cool person. So, but she's helping me with this patient, and 
everything that she's doing to help him just fucking falls apart. It just, <laughs> the worst case scenario is we're changing his ileostomy so that for people who don't know, that's a poop bag. Mm-hmm. Comes um, right out of your stomach into mm-hmm. your urine intestine through your skin to mm-hmm. a bag. Yeah. And it's like leaking everywhere. Every time we change it, it just oh. keeps leaking and it's just like. And it's like straight liquid. Straight it's liquid. It's liquid shit. It's totally yeah. diarrhea. There's no bulk yeah. to it. Yeah. All his drains are getting fucked up. Like everything's going wrong. Everything. So we're trying to unfuck it all. <laughs> but in the process, it's still getting fucked up. Right. Like, the fucking has begun. It has. And mm-hmm. so. You can't unfuck the fucking as No, late. you can't. And so we're like, finally got it all straightened out. And so we're like, okay, we're going to change his bed for the hundredth time because it's soiled. Well, so that's she, good. Good job. Yeah. Because we're not it. terrible people. I, so, I'm, I'm happy yeah. that you're not. So. And this is the part where I'm like, I should have fucking called in sick like a normal human. She rolls the patient to me to change that part of the bed, does the thing. And I start to roll him to her side. And then while I do that, I'm like, fuck, grab the drain. And right when I think that, guess what happens? Something happens to the drain, I'm going to say. <laughs> the <laughs> drain pops. So it's a JP uh, drain. So for people fantastic. who don't... For those who don't know what a JP drain is, it's a drain that goes directly into the whatever cavity they had surgery on. In this case, it's in his abdomen. Mm-hmm. And it's like a little bulb. It looks no, like a bulb suction at the end that's collapsed. It is a bulb suction, yeah. and it works on positive pressure, right? Yeah. So you collapse the little bulb thing, clog it, and then it slowly sucks out from the wound or the abdominal cavity. Yes. Yeah. So it's got blood and fluid and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. When it dis When it... It popped when off. When it pops. <laughs> Mind you, negative pressure. Uh-huh. So, you know, hear that ominous. And then it sprayed me right in the fucking face. Oh, no. Got right in my goddamn eye. That, not the eye. Right in the fucking eye. Oh. Luckily, I was wearing a mask. So it didn't get in the mouth. Didn't get in my mouth. I if mean, it did, I'd throw up everywhere. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then, yeah. That sounds like a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, again, when you have a blood exposure, it's mm-hmm. a whole fucking thing. You got to go straight to the ED uh, after you're supposed to go to the eyewash station. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you went to the eyewash station because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's a joint commission HIPAA, not HIPAA, <laughs> OSHA. OSHA thing. OSHA, the motherfucking people that like to tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. But you're giving me a look, so I'm thinking that didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't know where it was. Oh. I was like, where the fuck's the eyewash station? I asked one of the nurses, she's like, I have no idea. Um, I'm like, fuck me. And so like, awesome. I just stuck my face under the faucet. Hey, and That I, works. And I ran my face through that, and I got my flushes out of my little handy-dandy Indiana Jones pouch that I carry mm-hmm, around with mm-hmm. all my shit in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally wear one of those, by the way. Uh, um, yeah, you and I about I about poked my eye out with, like, the pressure from all the <laughs> goddamn flushes I put in my eye. Yeah, oh. and then so, you know, you have to go to the ED. You have to get all the blood draws and right? blah, blah, blah. there's a possibility that you can get, like, the hep and the heavy and the other everything. Mm-hmm. So you got to you got to get tested for everything, and then the patient has to get tested yeah. for everything. And luckily, he's negative for everything, so I am good. But that's good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that you're negative for everything too, because that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm clean, everybody. Could be that, like, actually, I or I didn't know, but now I know. Right? That'd be that'd be a bad day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and on top of it, they're like, yeah. 
um, why are you wearing a mask? Because, we, you know, we don't wear a mask anymore. And I'm like, well, because I'm sick. And they're like, well, you kind of have a little bit of a fever. Do you want to go home? And I'm like thinking, well, fuck, yeah, I do. But then I'm like, who the fuck's going to take care of all my patients? Where's nobody else? Right. Who was taking care of your patients while you were down in the ED getting all your stuff done for The hours? nurse who also had five patients. Oh, so Jesus. she was got, so she's running around checking on 10 patients. So then she got the fucking She did. And I was like, Maybe no. she's the vortex. You know, she's always around too. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, it was a trifecta. It, we, you know what? We actually did say that. All three of us were saying, they were like, we're the trifecta of the fucking No, we didn't say fucking of the shit show. Shit magnet, something like that. Shit was involved. <laughs> <laughs> As it usually is. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. So, anyway, um, so it's I was like, no. I power. Yeah. But I was like, I can't leave them. Like, I just had, had too much guilt. So I went back to work. After but. you got blood in your eye, you have a fever, you're not feeling well, and the fucking happened, and you still went back to work. I still went. Mm-hmm. That's, so I'm, maybe that's why I'm a train wreck, right? because I did drive that. You, you can't see me, but I'm just shaking my head right mm-hmm. now at uh, Miss Ivy, because mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Go the fuck home. Well, but, you know, who's going to take care of my patients? They'll find somebody. <laughs> well, the thing was, I thought about it. And I was like, they can call somebody in. But then I'm like, no, we try to call people in to come help us because we were so short-staffed and nobody would come. So there's a difference between, and this is just, I I think, like personal, not personal, but uh, human behavior. There's a difference between if you call someone and like, hey, we're super short-staffed, we need someone to come in and take patients, versus calling with someone and be like, hey, Poison Ivy just got blood all over her face and she's running a fever. She has to go home. Can you come in and help? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I can come in and help. Yeah. And Maybe that, that's so. But The shift was almost like what happened. No, done? this was in the morning. Oh. This was like 10 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> and I want to say that I even tried to bring Poison Ivy coffee. You did. On Saturday and she was nowhere to be found. I know, because so. I was stuck in that goddamn room. Well. Mm-hmm. So... The reason why I'm like, I think I'm a fucking train wreck because, you know, the infection control nurse, like, you know, we had we had to inform her of all this stuff, blah, blah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I'm like thinking, oh, man, she's probably so sick of hearing about me because when I started there, she's the one who found out I had latent TB. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't realize that was her also. That was her, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, when I started at that hospital, they actually drew the blood to see to if I had TB. interferon gold. Yeah, instead of, yeah. Instead of doing that stupid PPE. Two-step test, yeah. Yeah, that thing's dumb. It is ridiculous. Anyway. But, yeah, and so that was positive. So she was the one who figured out I had latent TB. Awesome. I know. So I'm like, I got the fucking consumption. I mean, it was a Doc Holiday, <laughs> you know, and so. <laughs> oh, my God, that should have been your name. That should have been my name, Doc Holiday. Oh, but I'm not a doctor. It. You're a doctor. Well, I'm not Doc Holiday. I've never had the consumption, okay? <laughs> right. Oh, man. So I'm like, so I had, you know, TB and. Well, latent TB. So the difference for um, our listeners who are not familiar with tuberculosis or TB, um, that Doc Holliday had, that's what killed him. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. um, Also known as Val Kilmer in Tombstone. Yes. (laughs) So tuberculosis is um, the active disease is a bacteria that goes into your lungs and basically just fucks it up until you can't breathe anymore, goes to other Mm -hmm. organs and can cause organ failure. Mm Mm-hmm. So latent TB is where you have that bacteria present, but it's basically your immune system has encapsulated it somewhere inside your body. So it's not doing anything. 
It's also not contagious. It's also not contagious. You're not spewing out the spores yeah. of TB. Because it's all encapsulated somewhere, like a little, little. Like a little package, a like little a envelope. Little, a little package. <laughs> the problem is, is that, you know, eventually, you know, that dam could potentially break at yeah. one port. Um, Pop. Yeah. yeah. So. Pop. <laughs> um, so I was like, no, I want to get treated for it. And, Good, as and, you should. Yeah, because sometimes they actually say you don't have to get treatment because it wasn't present in my lungs because I had to get a chest X-ray. And yeah, it wasn't in my lungs. Still. And I was like, no, fuck that. I, so let, let's let's do this. Yeah. So 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 I've had TB. <laughs> nice. I've had probably got it at the prison. Oh, most likely, I mean, most likely. Do they still do tests? Do they test everyone that comes into the prison? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do two-step PPEs. Why? Why? Just draw some goddamn blood. So at most uh, inpatient mental health places, they don't even do TB testing anymore, which is weird because it's a high population. That has tuberculosis. So it's like homeless, prison, anything like that. Yeah, people living in group homes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, those people are really high to get tuberculosis. So I've had that. Mm -hmm. I've also, and I realized, because I was talking to um, our Zen friend, our Zen friend. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. And um, back when I had mono, and I'm like, fuck, I had mono too. <laughs> like The kissing disease. Yeah. So I got that back when I was in the Navy and I was going on deployment. And I remember um, we were bouncing around to all these different bases. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know where I picked it up. No, I was not kissing anybody. Mm-hmm. Whose bed have your boots been under? Oh to my. quote Shania Twain. <laughs> Back it's in the t- day. Shania Twain song. <laughs> um, nobody. So. Oh, well, well, then that was a waste. It was a waste of a disease. I mean, if you're going to get an STI, at least have a good time. Is mono considered an STI? I don't know. They I don't think it, it is. Disease. No, I, don't. I think it should be. But it isn't it. because I didn't have sex with anybody. <laughs> so. That you know of. Whoa. Whoa, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> that didn't. Nothing uh, happened. Nothing, nothing happened. So I. The lady First doth me. protest too much. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, mono is just highly transmittable through, like, if you use utensils, like, if you are in, I don't know, a fucking galley full of the same service members. <laughs> what? That don't have the most sanitary practices. What? Yeah. You're telling me a bunch of, like, 18-year-old boys don't have really good sanitary <laughs> practices? Weird. You know. Blows my goddamn noodle. Yeah. So Never anyway, would have thought. Yeah, so I got so I got mono. And, and you wonder why I'm weird about eating after people. I know. So I'm like, I've had a lot of <laughs> diseases. Luckily, no STDs. So there's that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've been I'm married to the same person, <laughs> Batman, for some time now. For some time now, Batman I think we're good. Should be good. Yeah, you know? Batman's good. I mean, he might be an anti-hero, but he's still a hero, so he shouldn't be <laughs> doing that. Right. So I was just like. Wow, I am a fucking train wreck or a shit magnet. I don't know which one. I'm going to say train wreck. Why? Saturday was all you. <clears throat> okay. You were sick. You knew you weren't going to be functioning at 100% potent, but potential. Sure, whatever. And you still chose to go in. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the option to go home after you got the <laughs> the, the heavy in the eye. I, there's no heavy involved. <laughs> and you still chose to stay. Mm-hmm. So that's on you. <laughs> All right. You should. You knew the dude had a drain, mm-hmm. and you didn't. If because so, your head wasn't fuzzy. Well, your head was a little fuzzy from being sick. Don't you even try to say that's my <laughs> fault. 
because the infection control people know better to be like, oh. what could you have done different? Because I would have been like, not I wouldn't, ma- I would have not come to right. work. That's what I would have done different. <laughs> That's well, it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what you're sick from. If you're sick, you're fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. So, well, we'll let everybody decide. I, I feel like I'm more of a shit magnet. I just have a really good work ethic. Hmm. And I care about my patients, even though I fucking hate half of them. Yeah, well, you probably got them all sick. No, I don't think so. Okay, well. I wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you washed your hands. I did. I washed my hands. I wore a mask the whole time. Didn't take the fucker off. That's why I got a giant zit. You see this yeah, thing? Yeah, I did see it. It it's, fucking hurts, too. I bet. It hurts really bad. So for train wreck patients, anyway, let's. so, like, I have... Some some friends that seem to be ship magnets, right? They work and they're like, oh fuck, man, this fucking guy. <laughs> but usually, I and I shouldn't say it's friends, coworkers. For some reason, except you, I'm not really friends with shit magnets per se, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so we had this guy who was. Uh, this is on an inpatient behavioral health again a number of years ago. And he had had, he had been with us multiple times. So he was very well known to us. So this is kind of like a perfect storm type train wreck situation, right? Okay. <clears throat> the dude went and had surgery, went and had a knee replacement. Okay. A crazy bad schizophrenic. Had a very long history. In his like 50s, late 50s at this point in time. Uh, he went and had a knee surgery, went home, came back because he had a cha- uh, altered mental status. Mm-hmm. So the ED is like, oh, this he's schizophrenic. Uh-huh. Uh. They, they know him upstairs. He's up there all the time. I'm, oh, for we're not going to worry about anything else. We're not even going to rule out anything. We're just going to send him upstairs to behavioral health. And we're like, yeah, you know, he's been to us. We'll take him. And as the days wore on, we were giving him all the meds. And he was gonzo, man. Dude was straight up delirious, picking things out of the air, doing weird things. Again, he just had knee surgery like a week ago, and he was crawling on the floor. I mean, that's like a a pretty big clue (laughs) that uh, pain receptors aren't even working in his fucking brain. So it's not just schizophrenia because they still have pain receptors. cringing because that sounds awful. Yeah, and it, it didn't get better. And, at like, about the time he's there for five, seven days, we're like, um, this is delirium, not, not <laughs> anything psychosis. to do with men- mental health. And we can't really treat it, right? Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't cure the infection that's melting his brain. Yeah, no, no, it's, something is happening. Because <laughs> a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some, especially older people who have mental health problems or whatever, they have post-anesthesia psychosis. That is a real thing. And there's mm-hmm. also post-anesthesia delirium, which is a real thing. Uh-huh, yeah. Right? So if you have a long-standing psychotic history, and then all of a sudden you're presenting with weird, potentially psychotic symptoms, everyone's going to assume that it's psychosis, which is fine. I get it. But, yeah, at the time, like, we gave him all the goddamn meds. Mm-hmm. Nothing touched this dude. Like, yeah. we got him to sleep a little bit, but that was it. And we're just like, um... Because at this point, it's making me think it's an infection because with the post-anesthesia delirium, I feel like some of the meds would at least help with that. Right. And at that point, there I don't think, I can't remember exactly, but I don't think there was kidney or uh, renal issues or renal or liver issues. So all the anesthesia should have been clearing out of his system. 
right? Because right. that was a week ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be. So I'm just like, I don't know what's going on with this dude, but it's not psycho- psychosis. He's not psychotic. There's no evidence to support that. Dude mm-hmm. is, a, is a fucking train wreck. And at this point, his blood pressure was all over the place. Everything else was just going downhill. And maybe he was in his 60s. I can't remember. But, but he's older. He's Yeah, he's an older guy. He's a bigger guy, too. Like, okay. fairly pretty big, large. Mm-hmm. And again, he's crawling on the floor with a new knee. Uh, and if anybody is like knows what they do to replace Ooh. a knee, it's fucking barbaric. It is. They hammer mm. with a... Uh, An actual hammer, hammer. Like hammer Thor. Yeah. And don't like, boom. Like, like <laughs> I watched one and I about, like, I'm, I'm, it made me feel right. a little something. Yeah. I was, and they're sawing and it's just, you see the bone just like, grinding. Yeah. It's, it's like, gross. Anyway. Um, surgery's not for me. So this dude's crawling around going nuttier by the day. And finally we're like, dude, medical has to come see this guy because again, we're in behavioral health. We have psychiatrists. They're fantastic. They are not medical doctors. I mean, they're they're medical doctors, but medical but is they not don't their do specialty. Medis- medical shit, right? That's, that's <laughs> the internist and yeah. um, ER doctor probably should have. Um, you think? You know, did no. his due diligence? Was it last episode? I was bitching. Yeah, the audacity. The audacity. That fucking uh-huh. trauma doc. Oh, too, right. Too good to run some fucking labs right. or some shit. You don't even have to draw them, dude. You just I order them. Order them. Quit being a dick. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, uh, unfortunately, this dude ended up dying. No, he did not. No, straight up, yeah. So what happened? So, okay, you're like, okay, he's, this is not psychosis. Yeah, it's not psychosis. It's it's delirium. And ultimately, even with delirium, unless you figure out what's causing the delirium, you can't really treat delirium anyway. You just kind of have to let it run its course. So did you guys end up, like, sending him back to the ED? Or? Multiple, well, not to the ED, but he went down to ICU and then back up to us. Because, again, he wasn't – he was – at this point in time, we kind of stopped all his meds because we were trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And so he might have had some actual psychosis going on in addition to whatever. But he came back up to us. I want to say he bebopped a couple times between us and the medical floors. Mm-hmm. So did he have an infection? I, honestly, I can't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a long I'm time like, ago. Listen, like you see, I'm like really invested in the uh-huh, story, uh-huh. and I'm like, I feel like it sounds like he got septic. So sepsis I mean, is like an infection throughout the whole body, and like and like it contribute. It like kicked up his psychosis because he already has schizophrenia, and like that's a good theory. Oh I, Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. Okay, this was a long time ago. I can't remember anymore. The point is, is that it what I do like remember. A, is that he had a one-to-one mm-hmm. because the dude was still delirious and, mm-hmm. like I said, picking stuff up and, like, crawling on the floor, doing, like, okay. weird things. And then he uh, he coded. Oh, my God. Right? And so we all go running in there. And we're on behavioral health. Again, if nobody knows, behavioral health doesn't have code shit. <laughs> like, they're like, we respond to violent people, <laughs> not dying people. <laughs> That's exactly right. We're like, uh, I don't know what to do. Where's the Where's the thing? I feel like you told me this story. You were like the only one that knew how to run a code. (laughs) Well, and thankfully I did know how to run a code, but it didn't even matter because once um, everybody, like the actual providers responded, one of the providers who was better than me, because I'm just like, oh shit, I can't let this dude die up here because in behavioral health, right, we have suicidal patients and if they try to kill themselves, we have to do everything to save them. So there's not really such a thing as DNR, DNI on the behavioral health unit because again <laughs> if you walk in on someone strangling you're like hmm are they dnr dni because do i step in that's actually a really do i good, save them 
That's a really good point. You know, people don't think about it, but it's true. So, oh wow, a common rule of thumb is that if you're admitted to behavioral health, you don't get DNR. I'm sorry, I can't focus on what you're saying because you, I'm still my mind's being blown right now about like, if they're DNR DNI, do you stop them from killing themselves? That's this is another question we need people to answer for us. So <laughs> the answer is yes, yes you do. Okay, uh, legally, technically, <laughs> ethically, yes you stop them. Okay. Mainly because they're, if, if someone is that suicidal, the theory is that they're so depressed that they're suicidal. So if you can fix their depression, they won't be suicidal anymore. Um, yeah, good luck with that. Okay, I'm not saying it's <laughs> all in, be all, or whatever, but I'm just saying, okay? I'm anyway, anyway this guy, like I said, he's late 50s, early 60s. I can't remember. Had a lot of medical comorbidities, and he was a DNR, DNI. But he was never uh, suicidal. He was always, like, schizophrenic, right? So... He was oh, never suicidal, so we go in there, and um, there is a post, a DNR, DNR, DNI order on his chart, and we're all just like, well. And so the provider that was on the code team, like not the psychiatrist, but the actual provider for the hospital that was on the code team, he's like, I'm calling it. And we oh. stopped. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Right on the behavioral health unit. Oh, fuck. Huh. Okay. And then, yeah, that was it. So it was really, that was, that was a train wreck. That was like a, that sounds like a very storm, a really lot, like those long haul trains Mm -hmm. that has Mm -hmm. several cars piling up. Like the thing that just happened in Ohio. What happened in Ohio? Oh, Jesus. You didn't hear about this? No. There's a train wreck carrying all these shitty toxic chemicals. It's always toxic chemicals. Like the thing that happened in Texas all those years ago. It just reminds me of like the Simpsons or something. Anyway, so in Ohio... Uh, obviously, oddly enough, it's called like Palestine, Ohio. I'm like, why? Pal- why does everything bad happen in Palestine? <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, this train crashed in Palestine and started a fire, and they just let it burn off. Oh. And because of all these chemicals, oh no, the livestock in the area started dropping dead. I guess the fish in the water are all like bubbling up to the surface. All the animals in this whole area are just dropping dead because they didn't. They just let it burn. <laughs> let it burn. <sighs> wow. And then, obviously, the, you know, after that, the aliens are getting a discount to come to Earth <laughs> for uh, vacation because <laughs> cause it's not going to be here for much longer. It's like blowout cell. <laughs> blowout cell. Right? Oh, my God. Clearance because we're going soon. Anyway. Oh, my God. Stop it. Oh, uh, well. Any- yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that was a, that was a pretty good train wreck. That is a epic train wreck um <clears throat> so i have a train wreck it's a train wreck tra- <laughs> train wreck co-worker and train mm. wreck patient Ooh. put together yeah it's not good that's a head-on collision train wreck train it, wreck it was so like this patient was an older older patient and she's pretty sick and i'm trying to hold on i'm trying to remember the whole event i so, know sometimes it's hard to remember i'm like i gotta really think back on well they blur together so like but this lady um she was i think she had sepsis so but so she had really low blood pressure she's just not doing well and so she has to have fluids running to kind of keep her circulatory system still functioning running. yeah 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 and so but rather stable because she's on a medical surgical floor but she does have some confusion because she also had underlying dementia, but like the early stages of it. So it was intermittent confusion. Okay. But when they get sick and they have infections, sometimes the confusion gets dialed up a bit. So anyway, so a night bit? shift. A, a bit. bit. A bit. Huh. 
Okay. <laughs> Zero to 100. Yeah, right? But this one goes to 11 <laughs> for any Spinal Tap fans out there anyway. <laughs> so um, the night shift nurse. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what I get in report. Well, she has been pulling at every, all her lines, and she's just been, like, just crazy and all this stuff. And, yeah, whatever. She's, Yeah. And I'm like, okay, go in and check on the patient. I'm looking at their vital signs, and her blood pressure is in the toilet. Like, mm. she hardly has any blood pressure. Like 70 over dead? Mm-hmm. And her heart is going berserk. And I <laughs> look at, um, she's supposed to have fluids running. Um, she has a full bag hanging up, but no IV. Huh. Um, <laughs> Wait. Huh. So is there, um, uh, so, so many questions. Mm-hmm. Is there a line coming out of the bag yeah and it's just connected to nothing nothing? to nothing does the does the patient have an actual iv placed well she did and i guess she had ripped them out or pulled them out or whatever and no one thought to replace it and or see that her blood pressure is super low and you might want to get the fluids back or call the doctor or co-worker might be just a shitty co-worker or shitty nurse it's fucking train wreck man and so i'm okay. like i was like oh hell and so she's super confused and i'm like oh god this is bad this right. is bad and guess who was the house supervisor oh the same one the same one nice. <laughs> so nice. i call her and i'm like we have to go downstairs to the icu and so she wheels my patient down to the icu i'm telling you <laughs> she's a fucking Weird. train wreck all right every all time right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that patient ended up, yeah, circles the ring fast. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, this patient's fine. You're like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just, she's just a pain in the butt. She's so confused. I'm like, because she's trying to die. <laughs> she's telling you she doesn't want to die yet. Right. Come on. She's like, come on. I'm like, I don't want to go see Jesus yet. So Jesus, take the will, but don't drive me to heaven yet. I want to hit the bar. <laughs> okay. So I got another one. Another patient. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, come on up from the ED. The It doesn't. So I've worked all over the nation in inpatient behavioral health. And every fucking ED across the country does the same fucking thing. That if the patient has any history of mental health, it doesn't matter what they present as, any sort of change of um, altered mental status, automatically go, get shipped to behavioral health. They're like, oh, they know him. He's fine. Their arm's just hanging off by a thread. It's fine. But it's fine. It's totally related to their schizophrenia. Right. Totally. And uh, that that altered level of consciousness is not because of blood loss. (laughs) No, 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 no. They're just not compliant with their meds. Duh. Come on. Maybe they took one too many Seroquel this morning. Yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) this patient had been to us multiple times, and he Mm -hmm. was extremely aggressive, extremely psychotic. And every time he comes to us, his baseline just, like, takes a a hit (laughs) every time i mean the last time he came in he was kind of like i don't know kind of like sloth from the goonies you know so but this was this was again years ago so he comes up and he is just again gorked i'm like dude this is not his normal presentation he doesn't i mean like yeah he's he's psychotic and he's an asshole but this no this is this is clearly delirium Mm mm-hmm and he, he was so bad that we ended up having to put him in seclusion. He's just going off the walls, just doing all sorts of weird shit in there. He ends up stripping him down, taking off all his clothes, laying down on the bed, doing some weird gyration 
something and you know as a when you have someone in seclusion you have to keep eyes on them all the time you can't just like put them in seclusion and forget about them that's how people die <laughs> so we don't do that so i'm watching him i'm like and i'm looking through the window at him while he's spread eagling me which it wasn't on purpose he was just so out of his fucking mind oh gross and in his entire groin area was red inflamed cellulitis <gasps> everywhere like down both of his thighs up into his abdomen and I'm like, did the fucking ED even take an eyeball at this dude? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. They didn't even, nothing. Because it was extremely obvious. <laughs> well, and at that point, if it's that bad, if you would have, like, when you go to the emergency room, you always draw the two labs from, mm-hmm. it's always a complete blood count and mm-hmm. a chemistry. And uh-huh. if they would have done that, uh-huh. they would have seen that he has an infection and hopefully I put two and two together. They did that. And oh, the, the white blood cell count was high, but that was just a stress reaction. Are you fucking serious? I'm dead serious. And again, I can't remember the exact numbers, but that is, again, every ED across the country says the same thing. If the white count's just a little bit high, they're like, well, they're oh, they're just stressed. They're, it's just a stress reaction. I'm like, oh, you, fine. No, fine. no, no. Fuck First you. of all. First of all. <laughs> all of us experience stress, but yet our blood count stays in the normal range. Uh-huh. Ow, uh-huh. I just hit my elbow because oh. I'm upset. So like, <laughs> oh my fucking God. Yeah, so I um, ended up sending him to the ICU because he was, in fact, septic. Oh my God. And yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck are you guys doing down there? You know? <laughs> and it's often the same provider who's just a total douchebag. Yeah. He's one of the ones that called and yelled at my nurses that we talked about. The Was it the audacity or Yeah, doctors? I think it was last. Yeah, whatever. We're having a lot of merging from our last episode last week to this week. Because mm-hmm. apparently um, shitty people and shit magnery and train, train wrecks, wrecks kind of coincide. Vortexii? Vortai? Vortexes? I don't know. Vortexes. That sounds like a place in Texas. Vortexes. Vortexes. That's where all the tornadoes are. Yeah, exactly. So I think it should be Vortexii. There you go. Or anyway. Whatever. Regardless. Um, so kind of on the same level with the post-anesthesia delirium. Let me tell mm. you my train wreck. All right. Let's hear it. So um, patient just had surgery. He's an older guy. And um, they're like, super. he's super pleasant. Um, he just had knee surgery or something like that um, the previous day. And, I was, and I'm like, okay, fine. And they're like, easy as pie. Okay. As the date goes on, I'm starting to notice some weird shit. Like, he's starting to kind of get more spacey uh-huh. and just say kind of weird shit and uh-huh. just staring off. And I'm like, uh-oh. Okay. Because I've worked behavioral health before. And so I'm like, mm. Spider sense is tingling. Yeah, they're tingling. Mm-hmm. The hairs are starting to, like, pick something up back there. Yeah, back and I'm like, neck. oh, no. And um, he's starting to see people that aren't there. No. And I'm like, fuck me. And then he starts getting paranoid. So I'm like, Ooh. he's in a lot of pain. And so I'm like, maybe if I treat his pain, that might calm him down a little bit, you know? That's a good thought. So I'm like, try to run IV Tylenol. And for you folks who don't know, IV Tylenol is fucking magical. That stuff is <laughs> awesome. It's ridiculously expensive, too. It is ridiculously mm-hmm. expensive. But it works like a fucking dream. It works so well on pain. We actually give it to a lot of people post-op, and it works really well. Just tell them it's dilated. Yeah, it's a whole fine. bag of dilated. It's fine. It's mixed with Fenergan, too, so it'd be delicious. Delicious cocktail. Um, Any hoozles. So I try to hang that, or it was either that or like his antibiotic or something, mm-hmm. something that he needs. 
and he started to get really upset that I'm trying to poison him. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening, everybody. Get, everybody, this is not a drill. <laughs> Nobody panic. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, oh, no. Um, I need to call the house supervisor. Right. You're like, Guess who's the house supervisor? Oh, my God. The same one. <laughs> it's the same one. These are totally different days, by the way. <laughs> Maybe you guys are like the perfect pinnacle of power with the, with the it just happens. I know. So, <laughs> so I'm like, he, I think he's having some delirium. Something's up. So, and now he's trying to leave. Oh shit. And yeah, oh, now he's oh. trying to run away and, That's I, bad. You know, I'm trying to like redirect him uh-huh, and everything. Uh-huh. And it's like, nope, it, he's gone. It's uh-huh. all right. He's left the station. The shit train is, is on, on its way in route for the wreck mm-hmm. for the reckoning <laughs> so like, <laughs> the only thing you can do now is pray well so then we had to call security because oh. the doors to leave are not locked it's no, not locked no, unit not. but he can't leave he just had surgery the day before and so he's a, and he's obviously not in his right mind he can't leave for his own safety it's not like a normal person when they just want to leave because they're being pissy and they leave AMA. This mm-hmm. is different. He can't leave. He can't make sound decisions. So yeah, that's it's a whole legal. Yeah. Fucking now that's the reckoning training. Yeah. Anyway, so doesn't matter. So we have security up there, mind you. So this patient was a Marine back back in the day, mm. and so for new listeners who don't know, I was a corpsman, and corpsmen and Marines go together like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> like okay, yeah. We just go together. I, I like it. I yeah. like it. Corman take care of Marines. We make sure they don't get drunk and jump off of the, you know, building with their ponchos and think they're a flying squirrel because that's happened. Um, I believe that. Mm-hmm. So, so I tried to use that when before he started to kind of slip off the deep end, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, like talking about like, you know, some Corman stories and yeah, try military to, stuff. Yeah, right? try to reel him back in. It worked a little bit in the beginning of the day, but at this point, no. Dude, he's gonzo. He's gonzo. And one and so um and then the security guy, he also used to be a Marine, so he tried that too. Mm, Still nothing. didn't work because Marines, once a Marine and another Marine get together, oh my god, it's like bromance <laughs> beyond belief. It's disgusting. Uh, they're like, Oh, you complete me. You complete me, yeah. Mm-hmm. So didn't work. So and he's just trying to leave. Mind you, he's a big guy too. So we're so me and two nurses and the house supervisor, ship magnet house supervisor and security are trying to like keep him from leaving. You're so, trying to corral him, basically. Yeah, we're and trying I'm to sure he's like, Oh no. We're calling the doctor and the doctor's like, you know, give him um geodon and so I'm calling the pharmacist and the pharmacist is bringing up the meds. And so we're all following him to try to keep the situation calm. Until you go to give him that geodon mm-hmm. injection, I'm sure. Yeah. When I'm, like, trying to corral him to, at least into the room Ugh. so then we can give him the uh-huh. injection. Uh-huh. And so, but I want to keep it calm because there's a f- full foot. This is med search for. This is not right. BHU. Yeah, yeah. So, like, then he's, like, you're, you know, you're keeping me prisoner and, like, like, and I'm yeah. like, and I said, we are, we are, because we want to keep you safe and like all this stuff. But of course, you can't it reason with people. Mm-mm. So then he calls the police <laughs> with his phone. But mind you, during that uh, time, oh no, but during that time, 
right before he called the police, I told the clerk to call the police because he's trying to leave and we need help. So for this tiny hospital, we only we have a very small security. It's not like in a bigger hospital. Like we have one security guy. So like the protocol is if it starts to escalate, we have to call the local police. Luckily, they're right across the fucking street. That, that was nice. That is so goddamn nice. So our so our clerk is calling the police, telling them what's going on. At the same time, my patient's calling the police <laughs> saying that we are kidnapping him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're kidnapping him and we're trying to, like, abuse him or something. Not that I um, <laughs> encourage anybody to kidnap someone, but should I ever be in the situation where I feel like I need to kidnap someone... I'm going to call the police and let them know that I'm working in a psych ward. And if this person calls, they're not actually being kidnapped. <laughs> I'm just saying. So the police show up. And one of the first officers that come through the door, mind you, I'm holding the Geodon shot in my hand, like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to have it hidden. That officer used to be an officer at the prison. And oh, we worked nice. together. Very nice. And he has helped me when I had to... <laughs> give people these injections when they were acting up and I'm like oh I didn't know he was an officer there and so and he looked at me and we and he yeah and we were like what the fuck and I was like just like old times and like, he's like hey friend you, you want to come help me like 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 the old times <laughs> so I'm like what the fuck and so so the police did an awesome job of de- try to de-escalate him and like got him in the room they did really well and I was really impressed with how they actually interacted Very with him. Good. They did really good. Um, they had to help me hold him down, so I gave mm. him the injection. So, yeah. and and so and then it broke my heart because the look on his face—he fucking hated me. Like, you broke like, his trust. I did, and it really made me so sad because I really liked him, and he fucking hated my guts after that. Like the look of betrayal. Like I was Judas. You were. I know. Basically. So, so yeah, train wreck. Uh, that that was a. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> the, the police part the dispatcher she was like um when she was talking to my clerk i'm like i think i i think our other dispatcher's <laughs> talking to him right now <laughs> and she's like oh yeah well she's like i'll keep talking to him but <laughs> good call good call so i like about behavioral health and mm-hmm. on the inpatient units they don't have their own phones they have like a community pay phone so we can just turn it off because <laughs> they 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 often call the police saying that they're being held prisoner and we're like you are yeah i mean (laughs) you want to leave and we're not letting you that's yeah we're holding you prisoner yeah granted there's paperwork involved and some judges and whatnot but uh yeah (laughs) that's exactly what's happening it is so sorry but not sorry but you can't go (laughs) okay sorry (laughs) you know the one time that uh i have actually been the only time that i've seriously been uh struck punched in the face was by a dude that was totally freaking delirious mm-hmm. so yeah so he was he was like doing this weird fishing thing in the hallway i don't even know what he was doing interesting yeah he was and he was new to us so we had no idea what was going on we just knew that he was gonzo right mm-hmm. he was picking things out of the air um he was making no sense and we couldn't reason with him at all and so he was in the seclusion room not with the door closed because again he's not like necessarily a danger to himself or anybody but he is so gonzo that he doesn't know what he's doing and he kept trying to and he would just kind of go in circles and he was doing all this weird stuff and then 
at this one point in time, he went and tried to like kind of sit down, but he missed the bed. Oh no. Right. So I kind of, I was standing next to him cause I was like the one to one. And I kind of like just help. I like put my hand on his hip and like pushed him onto the bed. Yeah. That was a bad idea on my part. I should have just let him fall on the goddamn floor. Uh-huh. Cause then he came up swinging. I'm like, and I wasn't expecting it. <gasps> yeah. So that sucked. Oh no. But it happens. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I've had people swing at me. I have been fortunate enough to duck. Or there was one, he went to punch me in the face, and I grabbed his wrist, and I was like, you will not fucking hit me. And like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've done pretty much the same mm-hmm. thing. And I've been punched at before, but that was the only one that's ever really connected. I mean, it still, it still was only a glancing blow. Like, I was fast enough to, like, turn my head to the side, so it glanced off. Mm-hmm. But it but was still. like, it was... It was embarrassing more than anything else. No, yeah, I totally get that. And mm-hmm. I don't understand why we have that reaction of feeling embarrassed. It's like, right? how the fuck are we the one who's embarrassed? The person who hit me should be embarrassed. Right? Like, Ugh. I know. Ugh. Fucking. Mm. I wanted to backpedal, though, to my previous train wreck story. I forgot to give the the final cherry on top of oh, the train wreck. okay. All right, all right. So the chemical portion that blew yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up medicating him. Mind mm-hmm. you, this whole time... While this is going down, my poor clerk, I had her, like, calling the police, and then I had her calling the guy's son. I mean, like, <clears throat> there's – you need to get here. Well, and if you – to hold someone against medical – or to hold them against their will, you have to have some sort of – like, you can do it, but um, it's best if you have a family member right. on your side. Well, and so I had talked to him. They got him on the phone for me while everything was ensuing before the police arrived. And I was like um, – Here's what's happening, and he has delirium. I don't know why. It could be from the anesthesia because he's older. I don't know. But he is trying to leave. He can't leave because he had surgery, blah, blah, blah. I explained the whole thing. They're like, do what you got to do to keep him there. And I was like, okay, I will, but you need to get here. And they're like, yeah, well, we got a few things, and then we'll be there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Do you – What? So they're in this whole, you know, slew of things. Um, the, the, The sun's still not there. Even though my Kirk, my clerk kept calling and saying, "You need to get here." Like, you like, need what to- the fuck don't you understand about that? And I was like, "It's he, your parent. He is in danger. You need to get here." And they, we made this very clear. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll get there eventually." So, <laughs> all right. So at this point, yeah. So then, okay. So then back to police were there. We gave him the medication. Okay. He was still a little worked up. It takes a little time. It, it does. It's not like the movies, people. You can't no, just like and stab someone in the neck. Mm, with uh, medication and it just they go sleepy bye bye instant no that's no. not how it fucking happens so then they send him down to the unit so that you know they can have a one-to-one on him because a med surge floor is not appropriate well, at that point honestly they're probably gonna have to restrain him yeah well they did not end up having to restrain him they just used medication to keep him calm but finally during all this the son finally shows up but he's already downstairs in the in a different unit so me and ship magnet house supervisor, <laughs> every time it's her, um, go and meet him downstairs. He's no longer my patient, but I'm like, I got to tell him what's going on. And then this guy tells us, oh, yeah, well, he's like a really bad alcoholic. And we're like, what? what? And so we're like, um, get the what? I never knew that. That was not in any history. What? And he had surgery he yesterday. Had, yeah. So not only. <laughs> what? Yeah. So he's probably <laughs> detoxing because nice. I noticed. Oh, my God. Now I just remembered. Sorry. I, I get memory. <laughs> I just remembered because when I first noticed things were going down, he was 
he had tremors, hand tremors uh-huh. in the beginning of the day. And I was uh-huh. like, and so I asked him, like, hey, do you drink at all? And he's like, no. I'm like, of course not. I'm like, okay. But he had the hand tremors. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so that, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that now. Because I at first I was like, I feel like he's having some kind of withdrawal or something. Right. Detox. And then, then I was like, then he got paranoid and stuff. I'm like, well, it's got to be the post-anesthesia delirium. Oh, and Probably in full-on DTs. Yeah. And the, it turns out he was in, he did have the post-anesthesia um, delirium, but he also was going through DTs mm-hmm. because his son was like, yeah, he like drinks like two six packs a day or something like that. And I'm like, you yeah. motherfucker. Like, that makes sense because it hits you like 48 to 72 hours after his last drink. Yeah. I'm like, you, and he was, so, surgery. he was so nonchalant about it. People don't know. He didn't give a fuck. Like I was maybe that too. I was so pissed. Like I ridiculous. The stupid dumb redneck just strolling in, <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, pulling out the redneck slurs. Just yeah, I'm dude totally didn't, slurring oh, him. Wow. Okay, I, fine. Wait, no, yeah, no, fuck him. The <laughs> hell that I went through, and he just strolls and in casually. I could have solved it all with like two milligrams of Ativan. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And so the problem is, is that you can't, you don't want to give Ativan to someone who's just straight delirium because it is a disinhibitor and then they kind of go crazier. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but if you could have nipped it in the bud and realized that it was the the, the DTs Mm -hmm. and medicated so much better. Yeah. Oh my God. My thing was, is like, I was really afraid that he was going to be violent. Oh, for sure. He is sure. a Marine veteran from, and he went to war. Old and, school dude. And he is afraid, and he feels like we're keeping him prisoner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was pretty sure he was going to try to whoop my ass. Yeah. And Charlie. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, you know, squirrely, <laughs> you know, like I could duck and weave really well, but, you know, still, I was really afraid. And so I'm just thinking, you motherfucker, you put me in danger because you're a stupid, ignorant redneck. Or that withheld information because you know they asked before surgery. They do. And you know he didn't fucking say anything. You are probably 100% correct. So yes. fuck that guy. The audacity. Man, oh, I didn't think about train wreck mm-hmm. withdrawals. Whew, I got a few of them too. But mm-hmm. we're at like 53 minutes, so I think we're out of time. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, we did get feedback. We needed longer episodes. Oh, so. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, so. All right, that's train wrecks. We should train like, wrecks. do a train wreck part two. I know we could do train wrecks for days or shit magnet. Mm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. but um, if you like today's episode, please be sure to share, um, like, subscribe, and share, save? share, share, no. download? download. I don't fucking know. <laughs> do things. <laughs> <laughs> do things um, to promote our podcast. There you please. go. Give us attention. I want attention. I need it now. I I really want some attention. Mm-hmm. I've, Valentine's Day came and went, and I didn't really get anything, so I need mm-hmm. some attention. So yeah. I gave you a gift. Uh, today. Okay, but I was sick on Valentine's Day. Whose fault is that? Oh, my God. You got the blood in the eye, so. I got the blood in the <laughs> eye. I wish it was just blood. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Anyway, Icky. but yes, um, be sure to um, send us an email. Yeah. At healthcarevillains.com at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can also follow us at instagram at healthcare villains yes please do yep all right until next time see you next week bye, bye.